everybody, and welcome to the Jimmy Palumbo Show. That's right, show number 118, getting involved. That's right, show one Jeff Fiegels, one Scott Brocious. For those of you who think that I will go back to the uniform numbers, show number 118, coming to you live from the shitty kitchen studios from downtown Mawa. And of course, behind the glass, co-hosting for the second week in a row, a young Lou Gehrig. Dave Sturgeo coming to you from downtown Matawan from the Chop Sports Media Studios. Dave, what's going on, brother? Oh, you know, just living the dream one day at a time. Uh, my barber actually hates when I say that every time I see him every two I weeks. Know. He's like, dude, enough of the dream stuff. Love of the dream stuff. There you <laughs> just go. Just living the dream. He's got the cowboy shirt and the Yankee shirt. It's almost like Superman and Kryptonite all together. You can't, I can't give you shit because you're wearing a Yankee hat on. So, you know, it's like I got, I got to deal with it. But everybody knows Dave's a big cowboy fan. Uh, he's one of those jerk-offs from New Jersey that likes the Cowboys, mm-hmm. which was well covered in the movie Beer League. Mm-hmm. And we will be getting to Beer League, the series, which dropped yesterday at 7 p.m. Now, as you well know, what I do is I go to the stack of my shitty baseball cards, and a guy came up who's not shitty. Now, I know who this guy is. Everybody knows who this guy is. I didn't realize one aspect to it. And his name is, I got here, a, uh, what card is it? From 76, Mr. Dusty Baker, a Brave, then a Dodger, then the Giants, and then Oakland. Now, people know him as the real calm manager sitting in the back with the toothpick. He's managed like six teams. He's won, I think, one World Series, maybe two. Mm -hmm. And, um... Everybody, I didn't realize how good of a player he was, really. Uh, I mean, look, his his uh, his lifetime, he's got 1,981 hits. He 278 lifetime batting average, 242 home runs, 1,000 RBIs, 19 years in the bigs. In, in 72, he batted 321, 21 home runs, and 99 RBIs. That gets you roughly $30 million a year today if you did that. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's like a combination of like Gallo with like, I don't know, Jeter or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Dodgers in 77, the year the Yankees beat him, he batted 291, 30 home runs, 86 RBIs. And in 81, banner year, he batted 320 with nine homers and 49 RBIs. And the strike-shortened season here at Shea. Um, this guy was just a very, very good player. Obviously, he became a manager. Uh, although he, did, he got traded to the Dodgers. Most people remember him as a Dodger. Uh, his name is Dusty Baker because his mother said he was always playing in the dirt and he would get all dusty in the backyard. That made me laugh out loud. He was traded to the Dodgers for Lee Lacey, Tom Pekorek, Jerry Royster, and Jimmy Wynn. That's a blockbuster trade there. Jesus Christ. Um, he, uh, listen, for the ma- manager, he managed the Giants, Cubs, Reds, Nationals. His managerial career... Um, I guess it's a, you know what? I'm going to piss people off. He, he, he wins a lot. He he also loses a lot. It's Mm. weird. You can, he's one of those guys, a little bit like the Joe Torrey thing. Like, listen, Joe Torrey won five championships, but up until that point, he hadn't done a thing. Um, And a lot of people, uh, he, he, the only thing I will tell you about is about Dusty Baker. He got the job over a lot of big time managers. Every stop he went, but some of the stops along the way, he really didn't, he was borderline 500. Um, now, of course, he's with the Astros, but wasn't the Astros were pretty good when he took the job. So I don't know what kind of manager you call him. Maybe a, a game manager, like they say, with, uh, with NFL quarterbacks. I mean, punch, how would you describe Ju- Dusty Baker? A punch and Judy manager. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, you can't deny like he's, he wins, uh, but sometimes yeah, he also loses. <laughs> yeah, he loses a lot. No doubt yeah. about it. But, you know, so I realized that Dusty Baker doesn't really under the shitty card thing. But I remember this card as a kid and. Uh, you know, uh, he's also he's famous for his son, Darren, running out to the field, a little bad boy who almost got decapitated <laughs> by one of the players. And some, I forget the player. Somebody hopped in and saved him by scooping him out of the way. Imagine that tragedy. You know, managers, oh. manager's child dies by getting run over at the plate. Good Lord. Um, and some players would, you know, some fans would be like, you should have been there. He was in the way. We would have won the game, you know, death by baseball. But um, the band you know, is on listen, the field. bottom line is he's a he's a he's a. You know, his record as a manager is 2,132 and 1,820. So, <laughs> a lot of losses. A lot of managers. He's won over 2,000 games as yeah, a manager. Yeah, the Astros lately, you know. I mean, it's it's fun to see them struggle a little bit this year because, right. that, I mean, that, they'll always be now like Red Sox are one and Astros are two going forward. Yeah, for me too. I agree. Well, the Astro thing will wear off, I think. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know you think 10 like- years from now you're going to hate the Astros? 
Well, the thing is, it's been since 09, since the Yankees won the World Series, their best crack at it was the year that they were cheating. Like, Judge right. got cheated out of an MVP. Like, and it yeah, did. I will say, people, all the time, I remember sitting on my couch watching that Astro thing, and on my text thread saying, God, it looks like they know what pitch is coming. And, and it just really seemed that way. And, sure. I, you know, <laughs> and to me, in baseball, that's the only will, that's the pure cheating. If you, if you, in other words, if you know it's a fastball, that's all you need. That's all you need to know. If whether it's a slider, curveball, all the other that shit, that's different. If you know a fastball is coming, uh, or if you know a fastball is not coming, really the answer. You know, you can hold off and try to walk. And they always had three and two counts. Ugh, anyway, yeah, I don't. But I don't. It's like I hate them, but I. It's like yeah, I hate them now, but I don't know if I'll hate them. I'll forget they were good. Anyway, so that's it. That's my guy. Now I understand you were hopping in last minute doing. Social media for beer league. I don't even know if you have a guy this morning. I had a guy. I had a card. I threw it. I was just so mad at it. Every, every time I looked at it, I'm just like, I don't want to see this fucking guy's face anymore. Uh, it was uh, Chuck Knobloch was ah. my guy. Uh, you know what's funny about Chuck Knobloch is nothing. But no, on top of that, he uh, he follows me on Twitter. The, oh, the actual hysterical. Chuck Knobloch follows me on Twitter. I never found him. I never asked to follow him. So I don't know where along the line Chuck Knobloch was like, oh, Dave Sturchow. I know that Cow- guy. Maybe Cowboy but, fan? Uh, maybe. Maybe a wrestling maybe. fan. I don't know. Yeah, but in funny. any event, uh, the reason why I hate him is because, you know, the balls that he threw to first place have still – first base have still not landed yet. So yeah. I, I just uh, – Like if, Yan- if the Yankees it. had Martin Brodeur at first base, they still wouldn't have saved him. <laughs> right by him, right. And the only thing about, I will say about Chuck Knobloch, though, I don't know if you remember this. <laughs> when he hit – the Yankees won. He was a catalyst when they yeah. when Chablux and he was a good hitter. He remember just his was, stance. You remember his stance where he like uh, held annoying, it like this. Yeah, it, like, it even annoyed me at the plate. And yeah, I'm like, dude, and then in that big time. game against Cleveland, he was pointing towards the ball, and the Cleveland guys were running all go get the ball, you jackass. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's right. right. He did the, when he did this, right? Like, yeah, man. He's right, like, yeah. like, no, no, go get Frozen. the ball. Are we in little league? Frozen. In yeah, time. Ch- I was not a fan of Chuck Naga, but when he hit the Yankees won. Mm. Um all right, so Dusty Baker and Chuck Knobloch, fairly two decent players. I know that Dusty Baker isn't his, but I didn't realize how good of a player he was. My brother's going to be mad at me and say, "You don't remember Dusty Baker?" I said, "I do," but I didn't realize how good he was. Mm. He was I think he was like in one one year he won the MVP. So, which brings us to another. There's such a big week going. We have a nice show coming up here. The Patreon explosion. I mean, if you're Joe Rogan scoring at home, you're like, "Hey, wait a minute, who is this guy?" The Jimmy Palumbo show. On a tear, adding four, shattering a record. This is like the Lou Gehrig record, hitting four Patreons in one game. Yeah. I am now up to a wholesome 32 Patriots. That is, is it, it's just Jimmy. I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw this out there. Uh your your YouTube subscribers have, have exploded, your Patreons have exploded. And where what is the common denominator here, Jimmy? Dave Sergio. I'm looking. Okay. You're looking right at him, baby. Uh, Dave Sturgeo. <laughs> now, first of all, now listen. Those of you who don't know Dave Sturgeo, um, we're on a split screen because I his ego is it would have been too big for one shot. There is no man in showbiz whose ego he he will he gets credit and he deserves it, but he will if it's a borderline take the credit he will get. He's the Lawrence Taylor of taking credit. He and will get Taylor. to the quarterback. <laughs> And, and Taylor. Taylor. And Taylor. You know, it's the Jimmy Palumbo show, Beer League, his acting career, and Dave Sturgeo. <laughs> if I anybody gets someone driving off the road right now. <laughs> he's also a jerk off cowboy fan, but he's doing mm. my show. Well, first of all, he's doing the show. And Chris is still around. Uh, he's is doing he, the show. He's, he's, not even, he, he's not even at the office. I don't even know where he is right we now. Don't know. <laughs> Chris is like, he's like on a disabled list, but he's he's like a Giancarlo of podcasters. But Patreon's up to 32. Now, I'm going to go through this fast, okay? We got Alex Detsena, okay, who was 0 for 4 yesterday in softball, had the worst game of his life. More on that in a minute. My sister, Mike Demosi, my mom, my cousin Joe, uh, Rob Pastor, Kapasig from the 80s getting involved. James Kanowitz, who's been sending me some lovely texts about the uh, Beer League the Series. My nephew, Jimmy. My nephew, John Henry. My nephew, Eric. Michael Caprio of CornholeLevel.com fame. One of my famous uh, uh, sponsors, my brother Frank, the CFO, Daryl Clark from LSU, who always calls me a jerk off online, but he's a big fan, um, and uh, that's how it works. And plus, I get his uh, I get his money, so I love him. But no, we have a good time, LSU and uh, Saint fan, Greg Casalino, back in New Jersey from Colonia, living down by Long Branch. Mike Shecky, I'm a Dolphin fan, Lawler, Dave Ben, 16 years in the league with me in school. 
everybody's Dave Sturgeo's nemesis on Chop Sports is the Cowboy fan, Pat Volkmer, because when he posts at 3 in the morning, we don't really know if he's a Cowboy fan or not, but he certainly is, whose doctor has ordered him not to watch football games, which I think is hysterical. <laughs> he literally has a letter from the doctor that says he, his wife won't let him watch games. He has to go, he's to walk the dog. It's unbelievable. I love it. Uh, Martin Walsack, Michael Deej, Alphonse Fame, Janine Machaud getting involved, absolute eyewear, Kegstan Jaybird, uh, Robin Achani Barna from Colonia, my cousin John Henry Palumbo, my partner in crime with Beer League, Greg Alperin, Bobby Palumbo, Tommy Palumbo, both my nephews, Tyson Hogan, the only non-revenue, non-family member in Patreon, we love him. Louis Vichadomini getting involved from Colonia. Brian Shevlin, my one of my best friends from Colonia. And also, here are the big four from last week, people. And you've been waiting to hear this. Because eventually there's going to be so many I can't do this. It'll be a separate podcast. Jimmy mm. announces you. It is Joe Sinecor from Ramsey, New Jersey. Your friend and mine, Kyle Kerms. I think uh, Dave Sturcho is familiar with that so name awesome. here, Jay. Uh, Ed McDermott, another great guy from Ramsey, New Jersey. And somebody named Will Pena. Who I think I know, but I forget how I know him. So excuse me, I had a busy week. He even chatted me a little bit. Um, I think he's a Yankee fan and a huge beer league fan. So that's it. 32. Now, out of these 32, I don't know how many people's uh credit cards expired and they didn't realize you have to change the Patreon. <laughs> you know what it is when you when your credit card expires or you lose it, you, uh, calling up Patreon to fix the Jimmy Palumbo show three dollar a month thing is not exactly you know the first thing. I think my mother doesn't pay. I have to straighten out, straighten out my mug. Anyway, that's the Patreon. So, of course, what brings us to your friend and mine, Absolute Eyewear, getting involved, 42 Main Street, Woodbridge, New Jersey, down by the train station. The, one of the oldest sponsors of the show, 732-326. Eyes. 326-3937. That's right. 732-326-3937. Craig and Janine Michaud. They're optometrists. I mean, uh, opticians. <laughs> they got all. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I would. I would like Greg. Caprio's coming in. Says, "What's the number to not read all the names?" <laughs> so, where where do we got to get to on the Patreon list to stop listening to uh, you read the fucking names? Somebody, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mike Caprio might be the funniest person on here. Number one. You know what? Though? Let, let me check. Let me check the amount that Mike Caprio sends me. <laughs> I, you know what? It, it, he's, he's not the top level, but he certainly is right there. You know, Mike, uh, we can just go on Patreon and I'll see it. And then I'll know I'll <laughs> to not read his name, taking valuable time from this excellent show. Well, some people want to hear their names. That's how they maybe they get laid doing that. I don't know. Hey, check it out. This guy reads my name. out. I don't know. But anyway, push you interrupt the other spot. Wait to the butcher work I do on your end <laughs> for Cornhole Level there, Caprio. <laughs> But Absolute Eyewear, 32 Main Street, Woodbridge, New Jersey, 732-326-3937. Full-service opticians. They got everything over there. Glasses for the kids, prescription glasses. They got, oh, when you go there, you don't feel like a jerk-off. They talk to you. They get make sure it fits right. Uh, Janine sent me a gorgeous pair Janine watches. She watched my kids when I was uh, there. She's watching. <laughs> yeah, you go there, she'll watch you do babysitting. They're a full-service <laughs> operation over there. Uh, even Craig. Well, Craig does nothing. We all know that. The all-time strikeout leader in the history. Corona softball was in the league since 1967. And Craig has the most strikeouts of all time, which I think is – and it's not even close. It's like, oh, <laughs> when he gets two strikes, everybody starts to grab their glove, starts heading towards the field a little bit. You're on second I, base. Pick, I, me, I, up, pick I, me up. This is this yeah. over. <laughs> like, I, I think Craig struck out one time, and I was already at, like, first base getting ready to play, like, the position already. <laughs> The all-time kid, Johnny's going to be mad at me because she loves his brother. And I love Craig, too. But he did hit a couple of bombs at uh, Warren Park. Anyway, they're open five days a week. They're closed Wednesdays. Why? Uh, softball to strike out, obviously. <laughs> and they're closed on Sundays. Why? Nah, to watch those shitty New York Giants. Oh, that's right. Beat beat the Cowboys uh, back in the day. Anyway, no longer. Back in we the day, yeah. Beat them eh, it doesn't happen much We anymore. don't beat the Eagles. We only beat the Redskins. And the Redskins always beat the Cowboys. Makes no sense. Uh, $100 of a complete pair if you mention the show's name. Uh, and have fun. And of course, they have Ray Ben coach Ralph Lauren, Dave Sergio's Jimmy Chu, Silhouette, Michael Cause, Vogue, Maui Jim, Costa Del Mar, and Charles Oakley shops there. That's it. Absolute <laughs> eyewear getting involved here from the Omni in Atlanta. Now, checking my notes here on show one eats. By the way, I said show one Jeff Eagles, punter for the Giants, is actually my realtor in this move I have coming up. Now, I was able to hang out with Absolute Eyewear's finest, uh, Madison, your my, nep- my niece, and your 
former internship, by the way, who's going to Syracuse for grad school on a, in a big, right. uh, big program. There. That's very cool for her. We're at the party and we clearly, I clearly, I, when I go to barbecues now, I'm the old uncle. Like I'm, I'm, I'm the, remember the old days you had that one table and the old man was sitting there like drinking and they were drinking like VO and it was like the old crowd and they left early, complained about the music, didn't go in the pool, didn't bring their bathing. I am that guy now. Mm. And the kids were in the beginning of the party was warming up a little bit. Next thing you know, they start doing keg stands where you, they lift you up, you hold on to the keg and they shove the thing up your mouth and you got to drink while you're in the air. And they were calling everybody. They called my mother to do it. She declined. Yeah. And they're God. going out. And all of a sudden, they, I saw my cousin John go up. They were going, John, John. I'm like, oh, here we go. And, of course, you know, if, since everybody knows me there because I was on Friends, I was like, rather than wait to call my name, I'm going to be Giancarlo. Just walk up to the cake stands. Here we go. I've never done that in my life. And next thing you know, there was there was a big girl who was grabbing me by the one leg. This other football player was grabbing me. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to fall over the keg. I can't do this anymore. I held my own. I sucked it down. Then Johnine went up. She, her, I saw her legs go flying in the air. I'm like, this is getting to be like a frat party back in the 80s. Um, and so we did that, which was very, very funny. Congrats to Madison uh, graduating and going to Syracuse for grad school, even though I hate Syracuse. Where was my um, invite, by the way? I mean, I, I know all these people. Where the hell was my invite? I want to go to you, a you didn't kegger. Get invited. You, I, haven't been to a, I haven't been to a kegger in forever. You <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, when you have barbecues, you don't put the keg in the backyard. No, I, I haven't done that in a long time. You got to ice it down. It's a pain mm, in the ass. Just get mm. beer and put it in the fridge. Uh, but it was a good time. But more importantly, let's get to the real reason why we're doing the show today. As I hoist my uh, Legrand uh, mug here that my sister got for me. Sip. The Beer League series has dropped, ladies and gentlemen. Episode one. Uh, now, Dave, since you mm -hmm. handle you're handling the social media on this, I mm -hmm. mean, let's give a little weather report on Beer League, the series, and what we're doing. What? what, what All what? right. Uh, I, I I enjoyed it. I watched it with my daughter when it dropped. It was like ten, nine, eight. I got a kick out of that. Watch it with my daughter. I had to cover her ears during the cursing parts. Mm -hmm. but that's okay. Uh, there was a couple of curses in there I forgot about, but she's she's fourteen now. She's heard enough of that. So what, how, how do you think it's going? Where are we at? Like, what's happening? So it uh, premiered about 19 hours ago, so it's very still brand new. Uh, we're looking at 523 people have watched the damn thing. Um, when I first got on involved with the, uh, the the YouTube, I think the subscribers were at like 190 or something like that, and now they're up to 325. So there are people catching on. Uh, right. I think I think it was funny. I watched it. I chimed in on the live comments. I thought it was a it was a, a good series. I know there's a lot of people that are just kind of clamoring for more. So good thing that there is more. There's there's four more actually. So um, yeah, we're, I'm excited. I think it was funny. Yeah, I think I think it, you know what we what we set out to do. You know, and I I was on uh, I, I did uh, New Jersey 101.5 last night with uh, Steve Travelis, and which you know what I got to take this time out. This guy I know. Listen, <laughs> New Jersey 101.5 is a, a really nice, big, pretty big new uh, radio station in New Jersey, and a lot of people listen to it. And there's a guy who does, I think the, he starts at 9 o'clock or 8 o'clock. He's 8 to 12 guys, something like that. And he brings on, he's just a fan of comedy. He's a big fan of Artie Lang. He's a huge fan of uh, Beer League. I've been on his show maybe seven times. I was there live two or three times. I I, call, you know, I got a special number. I call in anytime I want to bust his chops. Um, he's just a good guy, man. Steve, big shout out to you if you're listening. He really likes comics, and he gives them... He gives comedians just a little, you know, a little five minute to tell them what you're doing this weekend. If you're playing somewhere in New Jersey, Princeton or Philly or something like that. Um, he's a he's a he's a giant. He's a giant Yankee fan, Yankee fan. But he does a lot of Philly radio. So he also really knows the Phillies and the Eagles. He knows all that space. And he's just really kind to comics and an overall good guy. And just a big shout out to Steve Travelis. A lot of people love his show. He talks about sports, politics, landscaping. He's just one of those guys. I met him. Uh, I met him uh, right before he opened up for Joe Matteris one one night. So I was. Right. Uh, I met him there. He's a real nice guy. Nice guy. He'll, he, and he's really good to me. And a big shout out. Put me on last night. Discuss beer league. But um, listen, the bottom line is, I, I kind of addressed this last night a little bit. I want to do it here. Th these are these are webisodes, people, and they're shorts. And there's a bunch of reasons for that. Number one, financial. You know, I don't have the budget to shoot. Uh, a, a season of 10 one-hour beer league shows 
Um, we just don't have it. And it wouldn't be worth it to do it that way. And most people, let's face it, and all you people out there who are saying we want more, longer episodes, when you're on your phone, nobody, everybody watches these minute, two-minute videos anyway. When I go on an ESPN app, I watch a couple of highlights the night before. I watch these really short um, uh the short ones that, that, you know, and so I think it works in this format and the amount of episodes we're going to do are um, going to be, you know, who knows? We can shoot a bunch of these and we will. And we think we have a lot to say with these characters, especially like Manganelli. Um, you know, Manganelli, like what's his deal? Like what, what, what's he, his he backstory? Lost, he hasn't lost you know, a step. He, no, he was step. right He's there. You know, his hair's not as old. big, but we all no, look older, gone. but. I think there's a lot to talk about. Even, even you know, this about Johnny Trino's personal life and Alphonse, like this Guido, what's his deal? And Maganelli, like, we don't know anything about Maganelli other than he's a jerk off and he gets laid a lot and he's, you know, a decent ball player. So there's a backstory there. Um, obviously, uh, if, uh, if and when, I'll say, when Artie joins us, there's a backstory there. What happened to him? There's most Ralph Mar- Macho's character clearly is still married to, but you're going to hear about more in the episode. We reference all the characters. And uh, we're hoping that Artie will be will be involved soon enough, um, as soon as he's uh, ready to swing the bat again. And I do believe he will relatively soon too. And uh, and I think Ralph will hop in and do a cameo for us. So I'm getting a kick out of it. Uh, the, some of the fans are enjoying it. Some people are like, "What is this?" I get that too. Uh, Howard Stern crowd can be rough, but um, I think it's fun. These guys have a lot more to say, and we're gonna run these the rest of the week. And then we're gonna assess, and and then uh, Dave's gonna be marketing it uh, more next week to get people to the screen and hopefully um, we can get this thing in the right hand. Maybe a big fish comes in, swallows it up. That would be fun. And uh, that's it. So listen, I wrote the things I produced the things uh, I wrote it with Tom Balding the director. I gave it a shot. Uh, it was all, it was, well, I don't say it was all me, but really it kind of was like the first time I said, you know what? I want to do this. I think there's something funny here. And with the Johnny Trino, Kenny bat 706 and all that stuff. So not to put um, you on, not to put you on the spot. What else has uh, Tom produced? I'm just curious. He's done. He did this show, um, uh, movie called Unhinged. Okay. Not Unhinged. I'm sorry. Uh, Unsuited, which is a very funny idea about a guy who wants to become a professional gambler, but he's a really bad gambler. Okay. So it's, it's funny. Like like we, in other words, it's like we all suck at gambling. So me, so me basically. Yeah. So he's playing <laughs> you and Chris, and you guys want to become professionals at it. All so right. it's winning a lot of awards. Matter of oh, fact, that's good. I think it just won uh, that. And he also produces uh, videos for. Uh, corporate stuff. He also does a lot of mute. Those like I don't want to call them music videos. Like six, six twenty four, six twenty four productions, right? Six twenty four so. productions. And Greg Alpern at Unhinged, he produces a lot of comedy shows in the city. I think he's got ten rooms going, and he's produced a couple of uh, comedy shows that have aired on YouTube and other things. Um, and so me, we we all met together, and they were all fans of beer league. You know, let's do this. So we took the time. We wrote, you know, these five shorts, and we and we think they're, you know. I think you'll enjoy each one. Each one has a different thought process. And uh, if we do six through 10, um, we'll be out of the bar. We'll be at Johnny Trino's house. We'll be at, you know, Maganelli. Where he, you know, you know, I don't want to give anything away, but we're going to be doing like quicker, more guerrilla style. But you get to see these guys out of the, you know, I think but we're definitely like at least five to 10 episodes away from getting on the field. Um, I, one of my early ideas was that all we do is talk about playing and we, we never get on the field because that's exactly what guys do at the moment. That, that would make a lot of people very angry. I, mean, <laughs> eventually, no, I know, but you know what I mean? Like, we're not going to rush to get on the field. And plus, you know, but I don't want to have that rocky moment where like now you see us getting in shape and all that. I want it to be like, I want it to be real. A guy realizes, oh, man, I forgot I told that guy I was going to play today. He just throws his sweatpants on. He hasn't swung a bat in four years. <laughs> That's what I want. And Johnny Trino will still slap a base hit. Uh, no matter what happens, I insist at every scene I get a base hit if I'm ever at the plate. Uh, it's just what I'm going to do. And I will bat 706 because I'm the producer. And I can edit it so it looks like I'm at a 706. <laughs> hey, 
they do it wonderful contrived. things they do wonderful things with cgi nowadays you're gonna, oh, have, the, absolutely. You're gonna have the most pure swing you've ever yeah, had in your beautiful life. swing i'm gonna be you know I mean? i'm gonna make a nice turn around first base thinking about <laughs> going for two because in real life as soon as i get a hit i go into a slow i go when i get a single i go into a home run trot the first base there's no <laughs> there's no chance i mean matter of fact second base seems so far away i'm like oh my god i have to make the turn i gotta go over there like there's no way i'll get you know, thrown the best out. part the best part about one of those videos that i shared out like the one of the like the hype videos leading up was father paul was in it and it was the one where they were talking about trading you or cutting you or whatever from the the that league up there right and he's like he goes you're gonna cut johnny trino he just hit a triple i said there's no fucking way johnny trino hit a triple <laughs> no way in my mind i'm like you want to talk about fabrication no shot that thing needs to hit the wall and then oh. you need to kick it and it needs well, to go under the fence and then maybe you'll get to the triple well back in the day i used to hit these nine iron golf swings over the first baseman's head that would hit the chalk and a warren park would go way down into like that that the like the tier, field of dreams the yeah yeah <laughs> it's gonna oh, go man. all the way to the wall and it rolls into the <laughs> parking lot ladies and, and it was always a a very close throw in third, too. <laughs> They're going to have him be a hook slide, get in there, the backside. <laughs> hook slide. There's no uh, shot. You're hook sliding either. No, no, way. no, no. Oh, I haven't slid. You know what? I haven't slid in about 11 years, I don't think. The only way I'll slide is if it's game on the line with two outs and the throw is at my bag and I have to slide. Otherwise, tag me in the thigh. I don't care. I just can't. I don't even know. If I would probably, my toe would probably catch. I would tumble over like a fat bastard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny. I will tell you though, we're going to be doing something. Uh, we, we can announce it, I guess. We're doing something on Indiegogo. So if you have a, uh, we we didn't put it out yet. We will, I think, we're doing that maybe Thursday. We're going to put it out. Um, we're on Indiegogo. That's I N D I E, Gogo G O G O dot com. You just search for uh, Beer League the series. And if you want to donate to the next round, we're gonna we're gonna raise some capital funds by crowdfunding here at Shea, and. Uh, Look at that. Kyle Kerm's coming in with the Devanzo shift. Um, we're going to do that, and uh, we're going to raise some money, and uh, we're going to shoot some more. That's really our thing, but we haven't really announced that. But if you want to go to Indiegogo.com, check it out. Uh, we're there already. Hey, 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 Jimmy, just so you know, um, I, I did see the, the tiers, and I do know that there's a massive tier at the top that I'm contemplating because if I do this and I get into the next series and I'm in there, I get a cameo. I better be written in for at least a game-winning hit of some variation. <laughs> I'm going to donate yeah, yeah. that much money. I better get a game-winning hit. That's all. Well, I don't. I, yeah, I know. Well, one guy sent me a text saying, "Hey, if I if I write you a check on Indiegogo, can I get my SAG health insurance?" I'm like, "Buddy, calm down. Like, you're going to be." Uh, but yes, one of the tiers you ain't you ain't one of the tiers is pretty pricey, and you get I'll be the I'll be divorced in three first, seconds. First I'm like, all, first yeah, I all. told Jimmy I'd help him out. Well, how'd you help him out? Well, I donated to the top tier of his Indiegogo. I, I just, just a mere couple pennies, no big it. deal. Why did you know? I'll, I'll be in a courtroom in Middlesex County on divorce court, and I'll be like, <laughs> the judge is gonna be like. Uh, are you Jimmy Palumbo? Yes. And uh, you know that guy on YouTube who does those videos? Uh, are you Jimmy Palumbo? Yeah. Now, did you do the movie Beer League that you wanted him in? Yes, that's me. Did he <laughs> give you that kind of money? Yes, he did. It'll be like a drug deal in Miami gone bad. But no, listen, first of all, a huge mistake in Beer League that I regret um, is <laughs> we got odds on Maganelli beating us again in the playoffs. That's funny. So, that is what hilarious. do we got? Minus 350 going? He's laying the juice. <laughs> Team stacked and well managed. That's so great. Um, <laughs> Kyle coming in with a very funny chat there. He's already got the Vegas odds. No, but in the first beer league, because Artie was a little out of his mind there, and I, you know, I, I was, I wasn't really talking to him at the time. I've, I've talked about this many times. I, it was very sad that all the extras should have been my team that I play with. I was on like three different teams, and like nobody. My dad almost got in it. He got cut at the last second, which the director felt really bad about. I wish it would have been great to see him. They on cut the your now. old man. They we ran out of time. He was supposed to hand uh, the other team the trophy. That was supposed to be my dad. Oh man! Um, but we have a picture of him with the trophy. But That's cool. he ran out of time, and we left. Uh, my dad was so pissed. Uh, he wanted to be in it, you know. And uh, and the man, the director Frank, called me up at like midnight. One of Timmy, I'm so sorry. I didn't. We ran out of time. It got dark. Nothing you could do. I should have been more forceful. But again. I didn't have the juice I do now with beer league series, but um, yeah. So we're in this, and I'm telling people all the time in the, I am going to go, I am trying so hard that there's no hard feelings anywhere 
that there was with Beer League One, and there was a lot, which I don't want to go into detail with because I'm personal friends with everybody involved. There was there was just it was shitty in many ways. And this one, like if I have a friend of mine and they're a fan of Beer League, and we're shooting on a Thursday and you can get out of work and go there, I will figure out you'll either do a walk by and just say, Hey Johnny, what's up? Hey, what's up, bro? That's all I mean, you will be in it, I guarantee it. But and how did you not cast me as the drunk guy at the bar? I could have played that role. Like, I, you were like, days. you were like, I have to work. I got to do this. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm running a business over here. Well, you I'm know what? Trying. Listen, I, I can't but, listen. You never gave me the actual date. If you gave you, me the date, I would be that guy in a second. Okay, not even first close. of all, okay, there's reasons behind everything. He, my Mark Riccadone, a great guy, by the way, he was a comic and he's good friends with the director and also the stand-up New York where we were. Okay. So he kind of was there and... He literally is like, uh, and we had another guy who's another funny comedian. His name's slipping me right now. He actually only, he, he pulls him away. You can see him for a split second. So we were doing that kind of thing. But I, I promise you, mm-hmm. I will get, I'll make you wear, oh, but by the way, if you think you're wearing, you will not be wearing Cowboys paraphernalia. That's out. Matter of fact, you know what I'll make you do? I know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to make you wear a bright, ugly green jet uniform with your son's <laughs> name on the back That's can, I have, can i have him on my arms you and you and him you and your son wearing both wearing daddy son jean uh, green jet jerseys with sturchio on the back <laughs> oh, a young sturchio getting involved here uh but yeah well i'm gonna put people in uh that i know in, in, in this time uh once we get uh just once we get going so we have to raise some money we need a uh, uh, look at this about Carol. Now listen, Carol Bruno, she's awesome. She's beautiful. She didn't say no. She was just shooting like four movies in like Europe. When I called her up. Like, here's a girl coming off a stranger. They had this conversation go. She, you know, she's not a she's a star, I guess, in her own way, but like I called her up. She's shooting movies in Europe, probably with some big star. And I'm like, hey, Kara, you want to do Beer League the series, a webisode here at Shay? It's like, uh, you know, Jimmy, I'm I'm really busy. No, she's a sweetheart. I'll eventually will get her to do it. I promise you that uh, if she can, but she's busy with real work. Same thing with Ralph Macho. He's got that Cobra Kai thing, but Ralph's always been good to me. Ralph, when I meet Ralph and he signs books for me and we chat, I text him every now and then. I don't abuse that privilege. Uh, we will have the entire band back except for dirt, but we even gave dirt a little, little yesterday, a little, little, little love there. Dirt got a little cameo there on the photograph anyway. Um, but I, I may reveal something. How can I word this? I'll give you something that I'll give you a little teaser for uh, episode six through ten. Dirt may not be there, but there might be a relative of Dirt getting involved here from the oven. There's a little teaser. I like come that. up with this great idea for uh, Dirt's character. So we're staying club. We're also going to move away. Keep in mind, kids, we're moving away from Beer League the movie a little bit. We can't be we can't be stuck in this Beer League movie where we're. Every episode is something from the movie. You got to move forward a little bit. But the characters are still the same assholes from New Jersey. Um, which brings us to another asshole, <laughs> Mike Caprio. Now, some very exciting news of Mike Caprio's world. Why? Because he's the owner of a very unique product. You know what, Dave? It's a product called a cornhole leveler. Now, those of you scoring at home, sitting at home, or watching the game here at Shea from the Omni, you take this little thing now. Check this out. Look at that. You can get now your own college teams on this. Okay, you hook it on the hole there. You just hook it on the cornhole, Dave. You know you've had things hooked on your cornhole back in the day. And there you go. You go to and fro, and this levels it out. Go to cornholelevel.com. That's right. They're nineteen ninety five. Get twenty percent off when you mention JP Sports on the line. He sold. He's selling a ton of these. He's doing very well with it. Thanks to the Jimmy Palumbo spreading the word. He's so uh, when you go online, you'll see the different uh, teams and stuff. You can get it. Perfect gag gift. Perfect jerk off gift. Because you know what? Yes, it's happened to me. You show up at a barbecue. It's a nice affair. There's women there. Nice food. A lot of brajut, gabagool. And you look over and you see cornhole boards that are not level. Dave. The guy set up everything. Nice wine, nice beer. The beer's ice cold. I'd good leave the, food. I'd leave the party. I yeah, would just you leave. can't stay. Right away, I'm like, dude, I'm, I know your house is worth $2 million, but look at, look at your cornhole boards. It's, it's, you're embarrassing yourself. So then I put these little things on the board. And let me tell you, it just, the kids at home, it's a perfect thing. Cornholelevel.com. 
Please support my boy, my second second baseman. Uh, oh, he doesn't have the college license yet. He just jerry rigged this one for me. All right. Well, he, he when he gets the college license, he'll be able to do that. So uh, Jimmy Palumbo show jumping the gun here at Shea, and he's getting oh, sued. God. And next thing you know, well, you know what? I'll be hosting the Mike Caprio show from Cornhole next <laughs> week because my show is bounced off the air. Uh, well, you sent Caprio- me the Rutgers one. As I blame Caprio. Caprio. Out, has he reached out to Jerry Recco of WFAN? Mike, that's a very good connect. He runs a cornhole league, and it's actually very, very like popular. So, like, and, and Jerry Recco also does Rutgers basketball games. He does. He does. And you know what? Jerry Recco is also a very big Cowboys fan. So. Uh, oh, oh. See, you, did that. you know, you were you were rolling along yeah, the seventh inning. You had a shutout, a no-hitter, yeah, and then a deep right through the pesky pole. Yeah. There goes the no-hitter. There goes the shutout, and Sergio mentions uh, the Cowboys. Yes, uh, Caprio has reached out to him. Nice, That's cool. Nice, nice, nice. I will try to reach out myself, Mike. Um, and so, anyway, cornholelevel.com. Love you, Mike. Thank you so much for that. Uh, so, all right. Now, we'll, we'll, this show is all about Beer League, of course. Um, uh, initial oh, email didn't go well. <laughs> I'll talk to you. Well, listen, he told you he to go scratch. He's like, ah, go fuck off. <laughs> it's like, uh, that's it. So, Jerry Recco, not hanging. How did Jerry Recco, this is Jimmy Plumbo Show coming to you live saying, take the call from Mike Gabriel. You need cornhole level in your life. I agree. Um, we got to talk about the Yankees. Um, Do we? <laughs> I Dude, they stink. On purpose, I, they're a rough baseball team to watch. The Mets stink. Everybody, everybody stinks. I the whole, like you. I uh, like listen, you right I now. mean, Stanton's batting 204. Where, where he's in Gallo territory now. Rizzo's batting 262. And you know what? He's the two under 225 is back in play for mm. me. I said he would bat under 225. I was wrong in the beginning. Um, he just looks law. I think he's hurt. Something's going on. The whole team is just different without Judge in that lineup, man. It's so but, weird. But you know what? Nobody can perform. It's unreal. Forget about Judge for a second. Forget about Judge. Eight <laughs> players. Eight players. Eight. When you look at the box score in the paper, which I still read the paper, when you look at the box score, eight players in the lineup, including pinch hitters, are batting under 237. And three of them, this is mind boggling. I don't think this has ever happened in the history of the Yankees. Three of them are batting under 190. Guys, I hate to say it, all my Italian friends, all my Derek Jeter friends, Volpe, they put him in the starting lineup. He's not ready. He's batting 189. He stinks. And if you hear, if I hear the word good defensive player, the minor leagues are filled dime a dozen good defense baseball. The reason, listen, the reason why Dave and I don't play baseball is because we can't hit. I see. I can see Dave over at first base making a few scoops. You know what I mean? Yeah, He'll be sure. fine over there. Sure and then can. he gets up and he bats 0005 on the year. Okay. <laughs> and Jimmy, I wouldn't even make contact. So he, Volpe bat 189. Like, and they're like, oh, it'll ruin him going down. No, it won't go down. Get get your. He, he came up. I wanted it to work too. I like the kid. Good looking fella. You know, he played the part, Italian, New Jersey. <laughs> everything was perfect. And then major league pitching. There's a big difference between Paul Tuckett. And Scranton well, the, and and the big ball orchard. He that prob- one eighty nine. He stinks. The problem is that the the Yankee fan base they they clamor and they 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 latch onto these guys and like you got to bring them up. You got and all this pressure that they not that Hal Steinbrenner or Cashman feel like they have to answer to the fans, but at the end of the day they're the ones that fill the seats, right? And like so that's why these guys get called up. Some are success stories, some are not. Volpe's not playing very good right now. Um, do I think he's a major league player? I do. Do I think sending him down would be a, a good idea? I don't. I just don't know. I mean, you you can't move him any farther down in the lineup. I just don't. I don't know, man. I don't like the whole move but, up. But, but I can't. also don't want them to jump all over. Like, you got to bring up Dominguez. The guy's like 20 years old, and he hits bombs for Somerset. What's he going to do in the majors? You don't know. And it sucks because if you bring him up and he stinks, he's going to wind up in the same spot. But, as, but as I, I, I think Volpe's batting average is going to go down. I don't think it's going to go up. I don't know. Do you know. start getting below 180. I mean, he, like he goes 0 for three or 0 for four tonight. He, uh, 179. Yeah. Come on, it's you know. By the way, and it's well, here's another thing with Yankee fans out. And I'm a Yankee. Fan, I root for him. I watch all the games. It's not early. Can we at least, as Dave yawns in my face? Sorry, uh, Dave. Long it's day. not early in the season. Can we? Can we? Like, <laughs> give me. Day. Okay, time out. Dog. Give me the NFL. How many games in NFL compared to the major, major league base? Like, so. If, all right. So right now they're they're like just over 70 deep, I think, in in baseball. Okay. Where there's like about, I guess, um, 
So, so it, whatever. It, it's like almost halfway through the year, right? So if the cow, it would be like the Cowboys being three and five right now, and you're going, "Hey guys, it's not, right three and five." Would you say? I'll give uh, you five and three for argument's sake. Yeah. So for listen, there's not a lot of base. There's the whole summer left, really. We haven't hit the Fourth of July yet, so it's not like you got July, you got August, you got September. The problem is, it's not the problem. The Yankees are, you know, six, seven, eight games. They always hover over five hundred, which is to anybody else's standard is, is, is decent baseball. But like you look at the, who's above them and they're not losing anytime soon. And so it's like, right. you, you find yourself in this hole, but I think and, the Yankees are even they're tied for the wild card, right? I haven't even looked. I, I think they are. How, that's how not, I'm not going to say disinterested, but that's how like lack of faith I have in this, like that. The, it's the even Yankees for the division, right for the division, they're 10 and a half back. The Mets are 12 back, but the Mets are five games behind in the wild card. And I've been saying this for years. People go, oh, it's only five games. It's June. You know how long it takes to pick up five games? <laughs> it's when you got nine teams vying for it. Five games is at least two months. So, like, the Mets will not have the wild card until after Labor Day. Like, th that's how long it takes. It just takes forever unless you go on a massive win streak. And it does look like the Yankees have the pitching. Guys are getting shelled all the time. Yeah, so um, the Yankees, I'm just looking right now, the Yankees are half a game up on the last wild card right now. That's so, awful, awful in every it's, way. It's yeah, I mean, and, that's, and the yeah, Rays every time behind them, like the Rays are always up four to one, no matter what. Fourth <laughs> inning, eighth inning. Whenever I say, let me see what the Rays are doing. They're up four to one. And it's early, like the second. The Rays are the Rays are fifty one and twenty four. They're thirty one and seven at home right now. Thirty one seven at the trop where nobody the in, in the nobody history of anybody. That's what I think. I think there's no one's there. It's nice and quiet. It's not like going to Goslin, <laughs> right? And uh, you know. <laughs> Anybody, anybody gets the Goslin joke. See that? It's like, it's like going to a Rutgers game. Going to a Rutgers game is like tailgating at a wake. And then you, you have a good time in the parking lot. And then you go, hey, you know, they, they, they open the casket. Uh, this could be the year, bro. And everybody's drunk. And then not me. Not me. Time, we're back at the car. I am so down on Rutgers football. I don't see it at all. We don't have a quarterback. But I'm going to save that to the end of the summer. Mm. Um, the other thing is, I'm convinced, because I played a little golf in the last week. I personally think. The hardest sport in America, in the world, golf. is golf. Yeah. And here's why. Okay, first of all, the top players in the world compete for four days, okay? And at any given time, I would say the top 50, they can all shoot a 66 at any moment. Any <laughs> moment. Any one of them, okay? We just and then you have it. that elite. You have that elite guy, top 10 elite guys who – can very casually shoot 68, 69, 68, 69, you know. And so so a four, a four-stroke lead after Friday is like, ah, no big deal. Like, so, and then the concept, there's this, there's this tiny little white ball, and you have to go 500 yards and hit this hole that like cornhole, okay? It's smaller than cornhole here, Jay. And you you it's it's I'm not even good at top golf. I I got <laughs> I get so angry. I'm like, how does this place serve alcohol? I'm gonna have to kill everybody here. I did I did two things this week. I did heck a hole uh, last week. I mean, I did heck a hole on Monday, which I talked about. I just sat there in a microphone and busted balls, right? And then I had to golf a little bit on Friday with my Capacig buddies. Big shout out to my boys who graduated a couple years older than me, but a lot of fun, good people, and they're hopefully they're watching beer league this series. I told them all about it, and we were in the worst pairing. Okay. I what, I what I hate about golf is I'm pretty good off the tee. I'm sitting some nice bombs, right? The rest of the shots, I would rather have my daughter, you, uh, my mother. I'm incapable of hitting the next shot in golf. I people say, ah, that's a league. I got four iron and five. It's my five. You use a six. You know, I don't like no. I need to strike the ball. Strike. <laughs> I need to hit the the device that's in my hand. That I way. need to strike. I need to strike it, <laughs> and then. And then, of course, when I get within a couple of our putts made the green, but way it's like an 80, 80 foot putt. Right. This is what I hate about golf. It's, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not reinventing the wheel here. When you have a 20 foot putt. OK. Mm -hmm. And you strike the ball, Dave, and you have a 21 foot coming back the other way. That is unacceptable to the human brain. How can I be 16 feet away, okay, for a par putt in a scramble, all right? And then on the way back, I got an eight, I hit it 32 feet 
In other words, my brain hit it. It wasn't like it was a lie. Oh, it's going to roll down. No, 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 no. Flat as a flat as a bone right there. And I struck the ball with my putter, and it went past the – like, my ball, when I miss the hole, it rambles past the hole. Like, it's not like – they don't. no one goes like, oh, 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 oh. No, it's like, as soon as I hit it, ah, too deep. Like, then, yeah, that, that so was like back. Yeah, then the next hole, I'm like, I'm not hitting it. I'm not hitting it deep. Not hitting it. So, like, again, 20-foot putt. And I hit the ball four feet. How can <laughs> how can my human body, John, the great Johnny Trino, batted 706 one year, how can I strike a golf ball, 16-foot putt, and miss it by 12 feet? I, you know, then someone said, no, Jim, you got to act like there's a big inner circle around the hole. <laughs> I would suck it. I can't play golf. Uh, and then we had a couple shots in the sand trap. I was like, what do I do? Oh, you just hit the sand behind it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, nah, I'm just gonna drop it out. I'm like, I just this is and these pros, they're in the sand trap and they're actually like happy, like, all right, they just hit a nice shot, goes up in the air, plops it by the hole. It's unbelievable. Then you have to be good for four days. Look at Ricky Fowler was was pitching a gem for cruising. three days. He was crazy. And then and then next thing you know, he when he finished eighth, it wasn't yeah, even close. He, he dropped, he dropped significantly. I listen, and there's no like, forget about, like, what Tiger Woods has done, you know, is incredible. Uh, and then, you know, everybody forget Jack Nicholas, I think, came in second place 27 times. <laughs> I mean, uh, hello. Uh, you know, usually uh, Tiger Woods either wins it or, he, he's, you know, he's very rarely or he doesn't gets make the beat. Cut. Yeah. And uh, but making the cut, that's another thing. Like, there's so many good golfers. I think making the cut, that's where the funny part of the, uh, the whole golf is. You're talking about to play the next day. I think you make a, a, a easily, you make another hundred grand or something like that. <laughs> and you're like, and you got like a par four on the last hole. And you just need to par it. Ah, he shot a six. He's a three. <laughs> he just, I, the, the, it, and here's another thing. No matter how long you play golf, you still suck. I saw guys who say they play golf all the time, Dave, and I'm like, ah, if I play like four times, I could probably be just as good as that. Like these golfers, they all at, at the recreational level, they all stink. Yeah, like my, everybody stinks. Nobody's good in golf. I swear. My to favorite, God. my favorite friends that I have are the ones that went out and got all like the clubs, and they fucking spent like four or five grand on clubs, and they're like, yeah, I got this, I got that. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll just get the one off the rack, and I'll uh, do my best. <laughs> you know, like I haven't played actual golf, golf in a very, very long time for that reason because I fucking I'm oh, terrible. It's 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 a terrible sport. It's uh, very, I enjoyed very it. We had a couple of beers. We were laughing, but like. You know, you're 200 yards away. You got your little three iron, and you're like, you you look at the play. Like I was honest with the guys. I'm listen. I have the I hit the ball hard. I have a base um a baseball swing. I was like, <laughs> but I I don't know how to do this. I don't, I've never played a sport that I'm like I wanted. To, if there was a referee on the course, I'm like, I'm sorry, ref. I don't know how to play this sport. I'm out here. I don't. It's like, what do I? What do I do? <laughs> what do I? What do I do? And then the guy, the guys got that jerk off thing they put up in the air like this. And they looked and looking and they're seeing how far the hole is. He's Range like, finder, yeah. And, and the guy goes, hey, it's 150, uh, 156, 153. Is it, <laughs> is it three yards? Is that like, I'm like, no, where's my ball? Like, what, what, what? I, I, I swear to God, if I'm convinced if I played golf and I could throw the ball at the hole, <laughs> I still would bet I'd get a 120 and 130. I, I'm just, I, this Man, sport. Jimmy's starting to favor his right shoulder a little oh, bit. <laughs> No, it's it's nobody's good at golf. Everyone sucks. It, it, it's in, it's the hardest sport in the world. You know, Dave. You first of all, your friends that play a lot. They're, you know they stink too, right? You know well, they do. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Again, this is where I they lose me. They're like, oh, what's your handicap? I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? I have <laughs> like you get you get four chances to put it in the hole, and if you get a six, you're a plus two. What, what are we talking about here? Like, why are we doing? Why are we act like complicating things? I guess that's for the amateurs to you know, find themselves to be relevant in the sport of golf and then be able to like, well, my handicap's uh, 10. So if I yeah. shoot eight, I'm actually minus two. And I'm just That's like, it. like, That's it. like yeah, yeah. Where, where did you go to school? Like, all, what are we talking about here? Even the phrase handicap, like why? Right, wh right. Wh oh, why talk about a group of Americans play? that have a handicap? Like they're yeah. in wheelchairs, they yeah, lost their leg. <laughs> and eventually with golf, the whole thing stinks. Like, when you see someone in a wheelchair, when you see oh. someone in a wheelchair day, what do you say? Oh man, that stinks. I feel bad for that guy. And then next thing you know, you're talking about a handicap with a golfer. You feel like going, Oh, you you stink too. Yeah. <laughs> 
Handicap in Latin means you stink and go. Who would you rather be? And it's like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> what? Fuck, what? The way I felt like at, at the 12 holes, like, you know what? Let me sit in the chair and roll around a little bit. <laughs> this game is, I, I, you know what? I would have been better off in a wheelchair kicking the ball from the wheelchair. I would have had a better oh score. God. I'm incapable. It's an awful sport. You know, and my brother said it best. Hmm. All sports suck when you can't play defense. It's so true. Like you know, when you suck at an event, you right, let me let me just pull up my shorts here and play a little D and keep the score. You know, it's like no, there's no defense. It's all you, the ball, and that whole seven miles and your, away. And your anger and your drinking problem is uh, all that, that, in that, there. Yeah, one guy, one guy in our group had like three or four beers. He started to shoot better, and he was like, "I play better when I got a buzz on." There's no doubt. Like, and then all of a sudden, like, and then two holes later, he's like, ah, "I really can't see the ball right now." <laughs> it's a horrible event. But it's fun. You drink, as Kyle says. You don't even keep score. But then, if you that's another thing. Who plays a sport and you don't even keep score and I you're happy score. about it? I keep score at mini golf when I'm with like family. I'm Absolutely. like, no, 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 I need to know if I won this thing because if I didn't, I'm gonna be pissed. I'm gonna run exactly it back. Right. You gotta do it again. I yeah, the whole not keep score thing. Even when I was younger, true, true story. In like the little leagues where like the coaches would be like, oh, I'm like, I would say, like the kids would be like, oh, what was the score? And the coach would be like, ah, we tied. I'm like, bullshit, we lost 12-2. <laughs> what are you talking about? We got our asses kicked. What are That's you saying right, right now? There's no tie here. No fucking tie. tie. Listen, what are you, crazy? We got crushed. When I used to go when I, at the Jersey Shore playing miniature golf, my nephews were little, all five of them. Everybody's like, oh, Uncle Jimmy would like, let you win. No, I didn't let him win. I was like, I, was, I, I know what? I started to hate, I hate miniature golf. I, I think it's hard to play miniature golf. 100%. And, and, and how about when you go to a miniature golf course? When you go to a miniature golf course and they just have like the hole straight away, I'm like, that, it should be a competitive. One of my ideas for a show, again, oh, ideas. The hills man. are this way. <laughs> yes. I want to, I think there should be a miniature golf tournament in Long Island, okay, in like Syosset with all the top <laughs> golfers in the world. A million dollar, two million dollar purse. You have to play an eighteen hole miniature golf course with waves and 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 windmill going by. Where if it, it doesn't, the ball doesn't go underneath it anyway. And you have like Tiger Woods against Kepka, and you're playing cool. for a million dollar purse. But here's the best part: none of this quiet shit. The fans are allowed to line up along that thing. The, uh, there's a, that one that one open. I think it's the um, the sanitation or some shit or the garbage recycling bin. I don't know. They have one event where they're just loud and obnoxious. That's, it. And That's what it's got to be. It's got to be shooting a free. Why do golfers have to be quiet? And U.S. Open tennis have to be quiet. And the, meanwhile, the Knicks are down by thirty at the, uh, <laughs> at the and the people are yelling and they're. Putting naked ladies up in front of them if you got caught in a strip club. Yeah. Why can't you? Should be able to scream and yell. Uh, and uh, listen, that's, that's my thing. The gentleman's game, I guess. Or uh, the other, the other idea I wanted to have was if you ever drove from L.A. to Vegas, you go up over this hill and then it's just straight for like three hours of desert. You can die. If your car pulls over. You have to dial nine one one. You die because it's like <laughs> I want to have a golf thing where it's like, okay, asshole. We're gonna start just as it starts to get flat. That's where the T is, and you, you're the hole is in Vegas. <laughs> so you have to in the. It'll be like you know, like Saudi with the Saudi Arabia with the helmet. It'll look like what's that movie uh, in the desert there? And you got to hit. The, it's like a par hundred and eighty, <laughs> and you got a guy out there with snakes and alligators, and he's out there hitting oh bombs God. in the sand. And he and let's see who wins that. That to me will show a real man's game of golf. I agree. Not this horrific. Um, uh, you know, anyway, it just, it, it, it's, it, it's impossible. I think I can, I'd be able to guard Michael Jordan in a basketball game right now better than I would be a good golfer. And some guys shoot like uh, my cousin, John, I think shoots like 80, 85. Like what? I shoot at 85. I'm on hole eight. I think, I think my brother like threw a parade when he shot under a hundred or something like that. Oh. He's like, oh my God. I'm like, is that good? Like, I don't if know I if that's ever, good. Is that good? If I ever shot uh, under a hundred, I, I would never play again. I mean, I, I waved <laughs> in a crowd. That'll do it here. John A. Trudeau shoots a 99 from the Omni. He is done. Anyway, <laughs> which brings us to carpet cleaning. Well, I, uh, <laughs> The OxyMagicUSA.com. That's right. One of my fine sponsors, Tom and Natalie DeMeo. They own OxyMagicUSA. Now, listen, this is not your traditional carpet cleaning method. They uh, they don't drag with the hoses. They got this cool-looking machine. It's all got the green seal. It's EPA safe. The guy came in, did my carpets. 
when I move into the new place, he's going to do my carpets again. They do wall-to-wall carpets, area rugs, upholstery, tile, and grout. They have 80 locations nationwide getting involved. Oxy Magic, that's O-X-Y. Why? Because they're a sponsor of my show. O-X-Y MagicUSA.com. The reason why they don't have a phone number, because depending on where you live, they'll tell you where you got to go, who's owns the thing. They also have uh, 0% company financing for any new location owner. So, Dave, you know, God forbid one day you come to work and you don't feel like talking about the Cowboys anymore or <laughs> your son becomes a Jet fan and you realize that's it. I'm done. My work is done here. You can own a Oxy Magic USA carpet cleaning service location. That's next. That's next. And that's next. <laughs> sponsored Magic, you and I with the sponsored by... <laughs> Here comes Dave Sturgeo and Jimmy Blow want to clean your carpets here. We'll be there. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Oh my god! Hey, I'll have I a giant clean your carpets. Like I'll have it, and we'll do it. Like, we'll be mic'd up, and I'll be. I'll wear a giant shirt. You wear a cow. We'll we'll buy an Oxy Magic USA carpet cleaning, and we'll go to the people's house. But we insist they have to be there while we're there. And, and all we do is do a podcast while we do go, it. They just ask fly. you. They ask you on the fly, like. Didn't you used to hit 706 and you're just yes. like, yeah, I'll be like, yeah, yes. I used to. Yeah. And then we'll announce like Jimmy Palumbo with a stain in the corner of the room. Yes. The Oxy Magic USA carpet cleaning at work. Dave struggling over there. Looks like some some kind of wine spilled there back in 89. They haven't touched it. And, and Dave the- is struggling here to get that stain out. Let's go down to Dave. Dave, what's going on down there? And the Dave uh- wants to talk it over. <laughs> Dave is pissed. Oh, looks like we got some vomit from the kid when he was two. The kid's 19 now. He's not going to get it out. Oh, Jimmy Palumbo struggling. Somebody spilled some kind of salad. There's olive oil getting involved. It's not going to happen. And that'll do it. Get your carpet. Throw it out. This place is filthy. OxyMagicUSA.com. A new podcast. Dave and I are by. Listen, I said it was a big show. We have Beer League. Uh, Dave and I are now in the carpet cleaning business, and we own a Oxy Magic USA. We got zero percent financing. OxyMagicUSA.com. Give Tommy a call. Tommy DeMeo is a great guy. Now I played him in pickleball the other day, Mm-mm. and him and his wife are tough. You know what? I had my my friend Erica, who's a big right hander, and you know what? We were up five to one. It was like eight to seven. We lost eleven eight, but he knows. He wants nothing to do with me. All the pickleball players, he looks at Jimmy Plumbo and says, I don't want that dude, man. I don't I don't trust that dude. I don't like he's tough. He's a veteran. Anyway, Oxymagic USA. Tommy, thanks for sponsoring the show. Um obviously you guys know that um I'm gonna be running the 5K. We are just getting close to two and a half months away here, Jay. I am running the 5K. Zero percent of the fans think that uh, I can finish under 31 minutes. Zero. My mother, my brother, my sister, none of my Patreons, they all think I'm going to shit the bed and not even finish or finish in 60 minutes. Uh, I have to get, uh, I have a little more time to get in shape, but, you know, everybody who's been following me on Facebook knows that my training regimen consisted of Taylor ham, egg and cheeses and fine Chardonnay and Sauvignon Blanc wine, which I think is a way, that's the proper way to train. Mm. Um, uh, so I'll be doing that. There's no question, but I'm going to be doing that because Dave, I'm getting in shape one way. I'm moving. Okay. I think if you closer to the studio okay, or not, I think, <laughs> I think that the, 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 to me, you know, what's funny golf and moving are the same sport. I really think everybody stinks. Like if someone says, what are you doing this week? Oh, I'm golfing. Oh, really? I'm moving. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's the same thing. It, there's boxes, people, and I got people coming in to look at my apartment that I'm in because I'm renting, and I'm sitting there. The lady says to me, "Are you home?" I said, "No." It's because I can I bring somebody in. I'm like, oh, I got dishes in the sink, underwear on the floor, like a place. And they're like, "Well, it doesn't matter. They get it." I'm like, "No, I don't want anybody like, seeing my. This is like the, they I get it. I don't want to see in my shit. You know what I mean? It's like literally. I even I live alone. Did I flush the toilet? You never know. That's like I have to do it. I need five minutes to do a quick. Once over twice just to see that there's not any filth getting involved. Where are you moving Uh, to? About 200 yards away to the next complex. (laughs) One thing about Jimmy Palumbo, when he moves, you can pretty much walk it. That's right. Uh, Yeah, I'm moving to uh, literally a condo right around the corner. Literally. You know what? It's a golf show now. I'm moving a par five away. Uh, Maybe a par four. Okay. Okay. Um, And I'm getting in shape box by box. My daughter's helped me pack her stuff up. And but what I'm also using is the chasing miracles. 
Okay. The phototherapy patches, the same ones all those Olympic swimmers wore. Serena getting involved here. Um, is uh, I used to love. Remember Marv Albert doing U.S. Open tennis? Oh, that that to me, that was that was when he would go like Serena getting involved with a backer. <laughs> it was like he was trying to do it like a Nick game. It just didn't work. But it was like, and Serena wants to talk it over. Um, and uh, anyway, so the you got to go to chasingmiracles.com. Talk to Tommy and Donna. Uh, check out these phototherapy patches. It's a stem cell thing. Nothing goes in your body. You're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna pee in a cup and not be able to play in the NBA. Nothing like that. It uses all your personal body source. The patch goes on your back, around your belly, around your leg, your knee, wherever wherever pain is getting to you. Uh, no surgeries. It delivers a non-invasive, non-transdermal approach here. It, re- it reactivates your body's own stem cells without putting anything into your body. Uh, this thing has been researched. There's clinical data on it. Uh, all kinds of good stuff. Tommy can walk you through this whole thing. It's really, I've been wearing them every day, and I'm getting better in pickleball. My podcast is better. Beer League is better because of these patches. Uh, so go to ChasingMiracles.com. Get, check out the X39 and the X48 uh, or 49, whatever the hell it is. Getting involved. Go to Phototherapy <laughs> Patches. Chasing Miracles. 20 years of research. It's really cool. Plus, having Tommy and Donna in your life will enhance your life. That, I guarantee. They're good people. So make sure you check that out. Um, moving sucks. That's uh, the final thing. Um, and I'll be moving hopefully maybe next week, I think. Now, I just want to talk about Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Post, Post-Father's Day. Dave, I saw some few cute pictures of your kids. Uh, of course, every, I always got to post some kind of jet comment on mm-hmm. there. Your kids are already, your son's getting big already. Oh, my God. Oh, he's a brute, man. He's you a know, linebacker he's, in the making. Yeah, he's definitely, he's like, he's a young Sturge. Him, he, and, uh, him, him and, uh, you know, he's only 19 months. Stella's going to be four, and they're the same I'm weight. <laughs> same get, weight. My, my boy is just a stocky linebacker of a man. Uh, oh, so he, he's a, and he's a bowling, he's a bowling giant shop. Every t- and you know this, Jimmy, like, there's got to be a, a rule of, like, my my father has actually like baby proofed it to the best of his extent. He puts like rubber on everything, like corners on everything. But my, my, they my will old, find it. He oh he is like inches away from taking himself out and putting himself on the sixty day. I know. You know what I mean? Like yeah. inches away, and I'm like, bro, stop running so fast. Um, <laughs> Oh. It's it's unbelievable as a parent. Like when you're the uncle or you're at someone's house that has kids, you see the kids running around. When you're a parent, you're like, okay, my daughter's gonna go flying through that plate glass right now. Like this, you know, it's amazing how often they don't get hurt. It blows my mind. Like, why is my you know right? And then they, it's my, unbelievable. Maybe it's a second kid syndrome, but every time he goes down, like when when Stella would drop, I'm like, uh, oh my god, like the world would my world would shatter. <laughs> when Miles goes down, I'm like, get up. Get up, right? And he's like, he's looking at me like, what the fuck? Like, help me out. I'm like, no, get up, dude. You're fine. You know, There's nothing, nothing worse. And it happened to me once at a coal store with my daughter. When you think they're not hurt, and then they turn around and you see blood, and you're like, you're like, you know, you're doing the old like, all right, all right. All of a sudden they turn around, and you're like, yeah. right, she's been decapitated. Like, what yeah, happened? Right. And she yeah. got a little scratch on her cheek, you know. And, and, and anyway, but that's what Father's Day is all about. And a nice barbecue. Um, I ended up uh, hanging out with my daughter and we went, we did a little quick shopping. We went, we played hooky and went to the next County over because Bergen Coles. County has blue load. We <laughs> shot into a little, little, little makeup place. My daughter went at this. We enjoyed that. I actually played softball. Uh, now listen, we stink with the pot bellies. That's it. Way. I've uh, never won a game. We're like, Oh, and 40. Okay. That's all. But we're all old. The team is every, every team's younger. But we were only down. They went up seven nothing in the first inning. Seven nothing. I was like, "What am I doing out here? It's Father's down. Day. It's hot." <laughs> but next thing you know, we, you know, we we stuck them on a seven to two, and then the next inning it was seven four, and that held for like two innings. That was like the fourth inning, and I'm like, "Guys, I'm a clubhouse guy now. You know that, dude. I was over two, and I'm like, guys, we're only down seven to four against these twenty five year olds. Like, what are we doing? It's like, so I let off the sixth inning, frozen rope. Johnny Trenno passed the third baseman. Uh, ended up scoring on a play. We ended up tying it up with 7-7. But in the top of the seventh inning, they put two runs on. Alex Detson, if you're listening, made a horrific play in the outfield. Ball got past him. So now it's 9-7, and we walked off the field. We thought it was going to be three up, three down. I let off the inning. I hit a line shot in the gap, but I forgot the center field. It was like lightning quick. He caught it. I was pissed. So now there's one out in the bottom of the seventh, down by two. 
And you know what? We got like six hits in a row, 10-9 victory. Well, and the other guys, I was, I was actually, I said, we were shaking hands. I'm like, guys, I, you, the average age on this team is 55. You should not, <laughs> you have to go home to your wife now, tell your wife who you lost to, vacuum, uh, mow the lawn when you get home. <laughs> you have to scrub the toilets. This is a bad loss for you. But it was still a great um, a great day. Tim Sullivan on the mound for us totally shut everybody down, and uh, we had a good time. But uh, that's it. We'll keep the show. Listen, um, don't forget, Beer League, Dave, explain where everybody's got to go. You're better at that. I'd say very easy. Beer League, the series on YouTube, it drops every night this week at 7 o'clock. Um, again, last night's episode is doing very well. A lot of positive response from what I've seen. I'm sure Jimmy's yep. gotten the same text. I've gotten the same text from a couple of my friends. Uh, they're, they're itching for the next one. Uh, bear with this thing. And I think that um, with the, enough positive response, I think that the uh, Indiegogo is going to go-go. And I think it's going to take off. I think I'm, I'm optimistic, as I'm always. It's not, it's not bitter Jimmy day here at the studio. It is optimistic day it is not here at here Chop Studios. Shit. Which is right behind me. Chop Studios. I can't Look even get that. Out. Dave doing a shameless plug wow, of Chop a, Studios yeah, in Matawan. Yeah. Um, but uh, all right. Well, that's it. Go to look it up online. It's all over the place. Yeah. Uh, you'll check it out. Watch it. They're shorts. Don't panic when it's only three or four minutes. They're funny. They're cute. They're adorable. God bless. <laughs> and we curse a little bit in it. Um, and that's it. That's the end of our show. I think me and Dave have to do a promo now, don't we? After the show, <laughs> so we can do something. All right, kids. That'll do it here from the. Omni in Atlanta in the shitty kitchen studios from downtown Mawa, New Jersey. I'll see you guys next week and uh, go check out Donnie Trino getting involved. I just want to thank everybody for watching all the beer league series. The first five are getting involved. Um, we had a great time watching it. We got a lot of good response. Um, people enjoyed seeing these characters again, and we plan on doing many, many, many more and getting all the original cast in them. So we're setting up this little crowdfunding thing on Indiegogo.com, I-N-D-I-E, go-go, G-O-G-O.com, Indiegogo.com. Just search for Beer League, the series. We got all kinds of tiers for donations. One donation, you can become an extra in it. We have Italiano Mitt getting involved. We have all kinds of goofy stuff, um, signed stuff from the cast and all that. So, We'd love to have you support it. It would be awesome. We want to, we have about 10 episodes kind of written, sketched out. We know exactly what we want to do. Um, and you're really going to get some, uh, you know, a little bit more on Manganelli and Trino and my wife and, uh, uh, and all the other characters, Alphonse and uh, Maz's wife and all these different people um, about beer league and about life and all this different stuff. We think we got some good ideas. We think this show has life. So please go to Indiegogo dot com slash i think it's slash beer league the series but just search it it's there and uh give whatever you can and even if you can't give that's fine too here at shape all you have to do is share it and say hey this is pretty cool stuff so that's it indiegogo.com beer league the series and thank you everyone for all your support i loved all the great text i got people are real excited about it and so am i so i'll see you soon everybody.